Hey love, welcome to Her Promise Circle podcast, a safe space to come as you are to receive the word you need to help you continue on your journey to healing, growth, and walking confidently into God's purpose for your life. It's full of all the things that you'll need to live boldly as the woman God created you to be. I'm your host and founder of Her Promise Circle, Mikkel. Get connected, let us support you where you are right now and where you're going. Hey sis, welcome back to the Her Promise Circle podcast. I'm your host and the founder and CEO of Her Promise Circle, Mikkel. If you've been here rocking with me, what's up sis? Have you drank your water today? How are you doing? Are you taking time to yourself? Are you resting? How are you feeling? Check in with your girl, let her know how you're doing. If you're new here, Her Promise Circle is a women's wellness community. We are faith-based, which means everything that we do here is based on the word of God. And we use him to fuel us when it comes to our mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical health. Her Promise Circle offers women resources in order to refuel, to find your purpose, to walk in purpose, to feel encouraged, connected, empowered. And we provide you education and resources in order to take steps into the purpose for your life. The community aspect is beautiful. We just wrapped our vision board party actually and I am now filming the podcast and I loved learning about the girls things that I did not know about them desires that God has placed in their heart so clearly and girl I had something completely different planned I wasn't even going to talk about the aspect of community but we just had the vision board party I just made my own vision board and so I just want to get on here and talk to you because so many revelations came to me while I was writing out this vision board. While we were sitting in the party, I'm realizing and seeing real connection and real passion and real commitment to understanding the vision God placed in these women's lives. Wanting to pursue them, wanting to do better, wanting to be more disciplined, wanting to take the step towards it. And wanting to please God. And it's such a beautiful thing. When you get in community, you gain not only real-time connection genuinely because you're meeting people who have a like mind as you. So it feels like you've known each other for a long time because we've all experienced a lot of the same things. We all love the same God and we all go through life trying to get closer to him, trying to please him. We all know that we're not perfect and we're able to give each other grace. We're able to show each other God's mercy. We're able to show each other God's love. We're able to show each other God's acceptance. And by coming together tonight and sharing our desires and our vision for 2024 with each other, it's just a vision of body. We hear God talk a lot about the body of Christ and there's such power in it. For example, you know that verse that says, where two are gathered together, I'm in their midst. When two come together and ask for anything, it shall be given unto them. God talks a lot about coming together, but the enemy comes in and tries to isolate us because of this, because of the power in us coming together. He tries to make us bitter and jaded and envious of each other as women. He tries to make us hate each other and gossip about each other and try to hurt each other and try to tear each other down because we're insecure, try try to make ourselves feel better. He condemns us to try to make us have these poor relationship habits with others 
these poor abilities to connect to other people because our hearts have been broken. We have been betrayed. We have been hurt by people in the past. But her promise circle, I feel God had me start this as a safe space truly so that women can come here, come together and heal in the connections they make here. I feel that her promise circle shows women that it's still possible to have relationships with other women that are healthy. It's still possible to see God's love in another person. It's still possible to have relationships and connections that are grounded in faith. Her promise circle is like a healing oasis for people who have been hurt relationally, especially. And I feel like I saw the power of community tonight and it's crazy. Because like I said, I had something else planned, but I want to talk about the vision board party because while I was in the vision board party, I realized what visions God has brought to pass years ago, y'all. I wanted to start my own community. I was probably 23 or 24. I started out writing out a whole business plan. It was like the same kind of like, wow, I just want to get women together. I just had this desire in my heart to get women together, rally together. And it went nowhere because to be honest with y'all, a Christian, you know, I was a PK. So I was raised in a Christian home. However, I was not surrendered to God. God was not Lord of my life. I was very much unhealed. And I had been hurt relationally so badly in my young 20s by other women and by my previous relationships. And I see why first I had to come to him in order to make this vision a reality. He wanted to heal my heart, bring me close to him because it was part of my purpose. And in order to accomplish my purpose, which is bigger than me, I had to have him. I had to be partnered with him. As we've been talking about when we talk about Esther, when it's time for you to elevate, you must be partnered with him. Because if it's in his will, it's going to happen. And he will abundantly supply for every good work, right? He is there to provide us what we need in order to accomplish our purpose in this life. And I have felt that this was something I wanted to do for a long time in my 20s, but I was never in the mindset. I was never in the space of healing. I was never in the space to receive his words and guidance because child, running anything, any of my business owners out there, not an easy task. Like it requires a lot of you. You pour everything you have into it. However, I would not trade it for the world. I'll dedicate my life to helping women become the best version of themselves in Christ, to deliver the word to them, to help them decipher what it is God is trying to show them in their season, to help provide them resources in order to help them elevate. Because we were talking about this in the vision board party, a lot of us weren't around the things God is trying to take us into. And so sis, if you come from a poverty mindset family, if you come from a family who wasn't around nice things or y'all had to go to bed hungry at times or y'all wasn't lacking any way, and maybe you weren't even poor with money, maybe it was poor emotionally, maybe it was poor spiritually, your family never had a relationship with God, your family never said therapy was good, your family never healed, your family was always angry, you have never seen the places God is trying to take you. And so to have a vision is one thing, but to match it in faith 
is another. There is a verse in Hebrews, I believe. I'm going to paraphrase it because I don't know it exactly. Like I said, I'm freestyling this episode. But there is a verse, and thank you, Holy Spirit, that says when you match a vision in faith, when the word is received in faith, then it can produce fruit. And I feel like that's what happened in my life. I received what it is that he was trying to reveal to me what would be my purpose later in life and my young 20s now child is like almost 10 years ago okay this was not a short amount of time ago I have done a lot of learning and growing and hurting and and pain and crying just to come back to him and see oh this is what you wanted me to do when you have received the vision that God has planted in your heart in a space where your faith can now match it it is yours to take It is yours to partner with him in. It is now your vision that he's going to make plain in reality for you. Just like Esther had to step into her role as queen. She was an orphan. She didn't know this was going to happen. She was ripped from her home and made a candidate to be queen from orphan. It's kind of like us. You come from a place that looks nothing like where God wants to take you. He's going to make you the generational curse breaker because you're going to be the first of the family to do a lot of the things he's called you to do. And because of that, you're not going to pass a lot of that lack, a lot of that poor mindset, a lot of that emotional trauma and damage down to your children because you have walked through this journey and you have healed and you have had faith in God and you have allowed him to use you to bring the purpose he has in your life to pass. And I see, I see so clearly why it couldn't happen then. And I'm grateful that it didn't happen then. I could not handle it mentally. I could not handle it emotionally. And I definitely couldn't handle it spiritually, okay? My motives wouldn't have been correct because I was very much hurt, very much bitter in my young 20s. Uh, a lot had happened to me leading up to that point. And I see why the healing had to take place because I, there was a lot of people I had to forgive over those years. There was a lot of bitterness I had to let God uproot. There was a lot of insecurity I had to let God fill in his strength. There was a lot of fear. Fear attacked me for a long time, y'all. Fear kept me from moving out of my comfort zone for a long time. Even before I recommitted my life to God, I overcame fear in moving to Atlanta. And even in that, God was faithful. I wasn't seeking his will. I was like, I want to move somewhere. I just knew I wasn't supposed to be there. I felt uncomfortable. It was time for me to go. And so I moved to Atlanta. And I've been in Atlanta for three years and (laughs) tried to live life without him yet again. And once it was time, because... There is an appointed time for everything. God led me back to him and I have not gone back since. And in less time, I have built a townhome. I have started a women's community. I have started a podcast. I have done things that were on my vision board a couple years ago, two years ago, my last vision board that I created. And the reason I didn't make one last year was because I still had things I wanted to accomplish. But pretty much everything on that vision board from two or three years ago is done. I wanted to buy a home. He let me build one. I wanted to start a podcast. And I had started one before I knew him as well. 
and it only lasted one season. We are on season two, about to be in season three, and y'all are watching, y'all are listening. And I pray you're getting fed through it. Because I come on here and just pour my heart out to y'all, honestly. That's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> I don't know where we're going, but we're going somewhere. I was just like, Holy Spirit, use me. But my goal from that vision board, there were specific ones, but my goal then was to just get in a position where I was happy and felt fulfilled. And that is where I am now. I'm living in make it plain, write it down, make it plain. Though it may Terry wait for it. Because at the point in time, it came to pass. And I just want to encourage anyone who feels like they're in a place that's completely different than the vision they see for their lives. God hears you. God sees you. He's concerned about you. He's deeply in love with you. He has a plan for you, a plan to prosper you, in fact, to give you a future and a hope. And because of that, you must learn to enjoy process. You must learn to be grateful in the wait because he's not going to give you anything you are not prepared for mentally, physically, or spiritually. And what do I always tell y'all? Get help because no one ever got to where they were going. I definitely didn't without help. Without my mentor, without my coach, without my friends who are godly, without community, I did not get here on my own. Without my relationship with God being strengthened, please. There are so many resources out there, but people let pride and people let their priorities being off keep them from doing what they need to do to step out of the land they're comfortable and go where God is telling them to go. God has been trying to elevate you, but you must do something different. What's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different outcome. If you've been wandering, you've been start stopping your goals. If you've been had a desire on your heart and you start it and you stop it. If you've been wandering in any way, your finances go up and down. Your debt goes up and down. You never stay out of debt. You go back into debt. You never start writing the book and finish it. You start it and stop it. You never start going to the gym and finish it. You start it and stop it. There's never a time where you actually put your mind and throw your whole self into something. Sis, if you haven't been able to pull yourself out of comfort by yourself, please take advantage of, of the resources out there for you. And if you are a Christian, take advantage of the faith-based services out there for you. Pride will keep you from asking for help or looking weak. And a low self-esteem or a low self-worth or a poor view of yourself or what you want a lack of purpose or direction will keep you from understanding. Investing in yourself is investing in your future. It's investing in your health. It's investing in your journey. It's investing in your healing. People, money is a tool. And a lot of us aren't taught how to use money. And I was telling my girls in the vision board party, I'm gonna start doing group coachings on money, mindset, wealth mindset, growth mindset, etc. But once I understood money is a tool I use to invest in myself, I use to give because that's what God tells me to do. And I also have a heart that wants to give and help others, a heart of service. Money is not good or bad. It's a tool. And God will provide it if you have a place it needs to go, a direction. We all just want to be rich. So we can store up our riches and be rich by ourselves and go to a private island. That's not what your money is going to be blessed to you for. You're supposed to be blessed to be a blessing. 
But can you be honest with yourself? What you do with all that money? One of the best things for this was doing a million dollar a month budget. I did that in faith. And so when I had the million dollars a month coming in in the physical, because it's already done in the spirit, I literally can hand this to an accountant and be like, this is where my money needs to go every month. You must know and have a plan for everything in your life. And you must shift your mindset from what you came from, which is you have to hold on to all the money. Most of us who come from not enough money feel like we have to hold on to all the money we have, yet we still don't ever have enough. That's the mindset we have with money. That's why we won't spend it on ourselves. We'll sacrifice ourselves for Netflix because Netflix is a way to escape. And so we say we don't have money, but our money is going to places that help numb us or help us escape. Junk food, convenience. Once you get disciplined in one area of your life, it becomes easier to get it in other, in other areas. That's my money mindset ramble for the day. But this vision board party y'all was so beautiful. And there will be some upcoming changes made to our membership structure in January. So our current members, I will keep you posted, but I wanna keep her Promise Circle exclusive. I wanna keep it a safe space. I wanna make it a place where women are invested in themselves and in each other. As you grow and build connection with each other, as we grow and learn with each other, we're only gonna get stronger as people and as a body of Christ. And so I think Thank everyone who came tonight because doing a vision board for this year in the home that was on my vision board two years ago, cathartic. Filming a podcast after the vision board where two years ago this was on there for me to start. Like God is so faithful and I just needed to tell you that. That is your reminder. God is faithful. He hears you. He sees you. But you must be in the right place in the right mindset, you must invest in yourself. You're investing in you. Anytime you spend money, you're investing in the direction you're going in life. So make it count. What needs to go and what needs to stay. Where And not just money. Where are you investing your time soon? I never have enough time. Where are you investing it? Because if you tell me what your day looks like, I probably can find time for you to work out for an hour. To start writing that book for 15 minutes a day. Writing a page a day. You want to start reading more. I can show you where, oh, right before Ben started scrolling on TikTok for four hours, you can read the two. We, we don't have time management skills. We don't have money management skills. And we don't understand the importance of investing our time, our money, our love. And because of the mismanagement of those things, we get off track. We get discouraged. We start looping. We start not trusting God to have good things for us. We start thinking it'll never happen for us, but I'm here to tell you that it will, but you have to stay on track and you have to do the things required. You have to invest your time, your money, your heart. Keep your eyes and ears from things that will distract you. Renew your mind with the word. Stay disciplined, stay focused. And if you haven't been able to do that on yourself, God always sends help. You've prayed for help and you've probably had help come by you multiple times. Y'all ever hear that joke where a man's on the roof of his building and it's flooding all around him and a boat comes by and he's like, nah, I'm waiting for God to save me. He's like, okay. Then a 
person on a plane comes by or a helicopter comes by and he's like, no, I'm waiting for God to save me. And then another person comes by. I don't know what the third thing is. Let's say a person in a hot air balloon came by to tell this man, hey, I'm here to save you. And he said, no, I'm waiting for God to save me. And the man drowned. Why? Because God sent him three ways to be saved. But he was looking for it according to his own understanding. God sends people. The Israelites prayed for 400 years in slavery to be released. And God spoke to Moses. I need you to go tell Pharaoh to let my people go. God speaks to answers, not problems. So sis, I need you to start recognizing answers so you can stay on track, so you can bring your visions to fruition. So you can start seeing real tangible change. I want that for you, but you have to want it for yourself. You can do it. And if you never had anyone tell you that you can do it, you can do it. It's possible for you. I know you've never seen it, but guess what? It's possible for you and God has it for you if it's in your heart, but you have to align your character. You have to invest your time, your energy, your heart, your money in the right places. You have to stop letting little things distract you. You have to stop putting men on a pedestal and let them distract you. You have to stop putting food as a comfort for you. You have to let God be all those things and let him guide you and lead you into where he is trying to take you if you would only trust him and not try to figure out how, when, why, what. Just say yes. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you. You just have to say yes, I trust you, Lord. It may take some cries. It may take some hurts and pains, some bumps and bruises, some trials and tribulations and tests. You won't get through them. And through those trials and tribulations, you will learn things that you wouldn't have learned otherwise. You will go closer to God. Your faith will grow. Your peace will grow. Your joy will grow. Your patience for people will grow. Your love for people will grow. Your love for God will grow. But I am asking you today, sis, to stay focused and invest in yourself. Because God is so invested in you in your purpose, in his plan for your life, in your heart. It's the most important thing to him. I was going to freestyle today, so I didn't know where I was going, but the vision board party brought a lot of things to my mind and I wanted to share them with you guys because I felt they were important. I wanted to tell you my testimony so that you could be encouraged in case you're believing God for something and you don't see it, in case you've come from a place that doesn't look like the vision that God gave you and so you gave up on it because you're discouraged, you don't think it'll ever happen for you, but I'm here to tell you that it will come to pass at the appointed time. But get the support you need in the meantime. Get in community. If her promise circle is that for you, get engaged. We have meetups. We have discussions. We have the Bible study. We have the group chats. Become a member. Get the coaching. Get a mentor. Get engaged. Invest in yourself in the things that you need in the season so God can take you higher. Get a Christian therapist. See a counselor. Heal from that trauma. Remove the friends that don't serve you anymore, the friendships that don't serve you anymore. If they're still in the same place they were 15 years ago, sis, 10 years ago, sis, three years ago, sis, how are you going to elevate? These are the people pouring into. How are you going to elevate? Change your mind. Change your environment. Change how you talk. Change how you walk. Change how you treat people. Start making real change. So God 
can bring forth real change in your life so you can start seeing it. And I was just trying to think like, what happened? How did I get here, Lord? Because <laughs> I was praying for this and now I'm here. And that's what happened. I started to change my habits, my environment. My mind started talking differently, started to just trust him. Though he slay me, became my mindset. Though he slay me, yet shall I praise him. Okay, I don't have it yet. That's because he knows better. God doesn't withhold good things from us. Every good and perfect gift comes from him. Why would he withhold good things from you? He loves you. He doesn't withhold it unless it's good for you for it to be withheld. So keep your faith in him strong because he loves you and he's listening and he has a plan for you and it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, but you must do your part. You must partner with him. Please partner with God and watch your life change. Let him be Lord of your life. Stop playing with him. Stop playing. There's nothing out there that's going to fulfill you like he does. No man's going to love you like he does. No amount of money is going to take that pain away. No amount of money is going to make you feel validated or worthy or cover up that shame. No title, no job. They're all just things. But he's giving you a desire because it's connected to your purpose and I need you to hold on to it and trust him for it. And I need you to partner with him to start to do the things required to bring it to pass. Get help. Get support. Don't let the enemy isolate you anymore. Don't let him keep you looping by trying to offer you shortcuts and counterfeits and comfort. You're going to be uncomfortable. You're rising up. Vision will come to pass, but you must partner with him. You must let him cut on you. Remove the things that aren't serving you. We will have meetups like this every month for members only. So if you aren't a member, join. I am going to have a group coaching on December 13th called Master Goal Setting and Achieving Them. So that means I'm going to show you how I break down my goals to actually achieve them. I'm going to help you with your mindset so you don't always start, stop, start, stop. I am going to show you how to see the vision and break it into tangible steps that you will see tangible results from. I'm going to show you my template. I'm going to give you a tool sheet. I'm going to hook you up, sis. The price will go up December 1st, so sign up today. I am going to pray us out. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for my sister. I thank you for the peace that you've given her in this season in order to discern what it is you've called her to do. Lord, I pray that that peace remains so she can always be led by it to know where you're leading her to. Lord, I thank you that in this season she has the desire to walk in, to step into the purpose you have called her to in this lifetime. God, I rebuke any spirit of insecurity, confusion, discouragement, bitterness, jadedness. Anything keeping her from believing that you've called her to something great must go right now. Lord, I pray that you open her mind to see, give her visions, a dream, whatever it is you want to deposit into her in this season. Make her fertile soil to receive the seed so she may nurture it in the way that she needs to nurture it so that it grows and develops into life. You have called her to serve your people. You have called her to do great things. You have called her to prosper. And God, I pray that nothing gets in the way of that. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thanks for listening, sis. I love you all dearly, and I will see you next week.